This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network. Hello. Hello. Um, welcome to I Have, I have a, a Strange, strange story, story Podcast. podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. And this is the show, and this is one we're doing today. Yeah. <laughs> um, check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are recording. We record every show, and you can watch us. And it's a little more entertaining, in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I haven't gotten that other one out yet, so... You can't see this, but my cat is off, and she's like... She's going to smash my teeth, my front teeth, I think, because she's rubbing up all over my microphone. Man, all over my microphone. <laughs> she's all over my microphone. You can't even see her, but I promise she's here next to me. I believe you. She's always there. Dang. She's never going to leave you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is episode 103. Mm-hmm. We're moving on, packing up and shipping out and moving on to the next month. Um, <laughs> did you have any announcements? Um, I have a secret what? that I'm going to tell. Okay. God damn it. You always get secrets. You're always surprising me. It's not that, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Oh. I'm in my jammies. What? Is that the jammies, announcement? Jammies, jammies, jammies. Is that yeah, it? That's, that's it. <laughs> Girl, I'm in my fucking pajamas too. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> man. We're so cool. <laughs> I'm in my pajamas a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me too. Um. I'm enjoying an IPA. Ooh, an IPA? That's new for you. It's, it's a I cute know. little can. Yeah, it's Austin Beer Works. Nice. Avi. It's called Laser Salad, which is cute. It's a double IPA. It's ni- This is 9.7%, so they just sell them like little grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm enjoying this refreshing beverage. Nice. I have water. Hmm. I haven't had any sustenance since this morning because... My life is so hectic that I just forget to eat, and I never need to eat. Never thought I would not eat because I fucking love it, but like I just have so much going on that like that is on the side. So me drinking a beer right now would be a really bad idea. Dang, you'd be a lot of fun. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, just like our last episode, I was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. shoot, girl. Um, I kind of have an announcement. I got the that cyst taken out of my arm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, the procedure was awful. Oh. It was awful. Like, oh, you could, sorry. I had to keep, I felt bad. I was like, I think I may be the biggest baby you guys have ever had. Because I was like, I can feel that. And I was like, ow. They're like, <laughs> they're like, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, we can't see your face because we all had masks on, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. so, you know, you need to tell us. And I'd be like, just so you know, I can feel that a little. <laughs> just a fucking nightmare. So it's I think I may be in a little bit more pain than your other patients. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they uh, they had to keep putting lidocaine in it, um, wow. but it took them forty five minutes to like dig really? everything out of it. Yes. And um, so they put stitches in it and it had four stitches, two dissolvable and two you had to take out. And they, they were like, you can just take them out at home. It's not a big deal. They're like, you don't need to do an appointment. It's fine. And I was like, yeah. And I watched a YouTube video 
fucking made my boyfriend took her stitches out by herself. It's mm-hmm. fucking easy. Yeah. 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 So um, that's my announcement. It looks bad. I think it might be infected, actually. It's red. It's like pink. God damn. <laughs> nice. Anyways, I can't remember if I had anything else to share. I did want to share that I think there is a spirit in my apartment. Whoa, really? I do think so, yes. I've been cool. thinking about it for a while, and I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to share about it, but I'm pretty sure there is. It's usually in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There are constant noises coming from the kitchen, thuds, all sorts of n- noises that everybody in the apartment hears and looks, and there's nothing there. And that's Ooh. the one area it comes from. Um, and there are times that out of the corner of my eye I'll see movement like in the entry right before the kitchen wow (laughs) that's insane yeah but it doesn't do anything so I've just kind of left it alone I kind of wonder if a lot of people are experiencing a little bit more like paranormal stuff there's a couple of articles about it a ton of articles yes a ton of articles we're talking about um, coronavirus and people having to stay at home and now that they realize that their houses are haunted because it's like the spirits are angry that they're there all day. <laughs> and so they've started to act out more. Like I re- there's articles written about it. They wow. started in March and March is when like a lot of the U.S. started to shut down. I think it also has to do with all of the, um, the trauma that's going on. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. All of the trauma and all of the anxiety and all of these just really heightened feelings yeah and that's probably maybe attracting some of these these spirits and i don't yeah. want to say that they're bad or good because i don't know what's going on somebody's just yeah. making some noise in your kitchen like yeah. get out ding 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 that's yeah. what you're telling so, you like, yeah, yeah i just left like whatevs but my boyfriend and i did celebrate day of the dead and what so there's different time periods where different entities are supposed to come so halloween mm-hmm. is when the children come this is what mm-hmm. i understand from the research we did i'm not an expert by any means but whatever so sure. what we understood is that the 31st october 31st is when the child spirits will come and that's mm-hmm. whenever you're supposed to decorate the altar and then on the first and the second is when the adults come the the first you're supposed to leave out like a blanket and a pillow and water because they're a long trip and they need to to rest and then then you're supposed to leave them food mm-hmm. and so like we left out favorite foods and favorite drinks and those types of things but the day that the adults were supposed to be here is the day that my dog and um, just continued to stare over at the altar and was very Weird. distracted and he wow. would stand up and stare at it. Wow. It was very interesting. Yeah, That's it was. Cool. It's kind of weird. And I t- took video, like I took video of the dog staring at the altar, and then I would turn it towards the altar to see if I could catch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see anything. Mm. So I know. Bummer. Maybe yeah. I should send the videos in, and somebody else will catch it because that's usually what happens. Like you can't see it, but someone else will see like something run across or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think I'm rambling. <laughs> Episode 103. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I went on for a while, I think. Uh, surprise, we have nothing for you. Just kidding. <laughs> so what does that mean? Does that mean that you tell your story first mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. my friends? Yeah. Rebecca's number one. These triple digits just mess you all up. 
Did you oh. see that? Did you see it? Was that a ghost? <gasps> oh, <laughs> my cat just gave it away. <laughs> yeah, we oh, see. here she is. Yeah, she's in the... <laughs> This Lily, is please great. don't. This is please great. don't do cat no. people can watch us do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I have a story. This is a very cool story. I love it. I got it from Reddit um, from a person named Dignified underscore Fruit. So um, <clears throat> you can check out this story if you would like to read it for yourself on Reddit. And... Um, what I liked about the story is that it's not just a cool story that's different, but the comments in this for this story are amazing. <laughs> okay, good. That's exciting. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Like, okay. People of Reddit really bring it, and they don't okay. hold back, and it's just so funny. So anyways, um, so I'm going to talk about something and uh, about what this person saw. And... They just wanted to start out and just say that they are usually very skeptical of paranormal experiences and stories, but they still have an open mind. Um, they had never had an experience before, um, and they they still just don't know what this is. So that's kind of why that they posted to, to Reddit to see if anybody had any ideas or similar experiences. Um, and just to go into to what this person is involved with, like... They're totally the type of person that can deal with stressful situations, in my opinion. They are a veteran. They have spent years um, working in emergency rooms, in security, and doing other high-adrenaline jobs. And so they're not, like, things aren't as creepy to them, I guess, in a way. Um, But this thing that they saw was like, what the hell was that? Mm -hmm. And this isn't right. So I'm just going to read the story because I can't take notes anymore. So, darn. Okay. Um, so a couple... I know. Oh, hands still busted. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this goes like this. A couple of months ago, I was driving with my wife down a rural highway in Oregon, returning home from a road trip to Crater Lake. We live on the, on the coast, and the highway we're get, taking uh, to get back is very curvy as it winds through the Cascade Mountain Range. It was dark as ink. I like how that. I like how yeah. they described that. And probably around eleven o'clock in at night, um, they were driving along, and he was watching the road, going about forty-five miles an hour. And then they round a bend, which makes them slow down. And just out, just as they were about to get around it, his wife suddenly says, "Look out! There's a person there." And he's like, "It takes him a second um, for some reason." And um, he let off the gas, and then he noticed. Him, her, or it. Not really sure what it was. Crouching near the side of this two-lane highway on the left side, and there's a person wearing what looks like gray baggy sweats or clothes and a reflective vest. Okay. Um, So this is an easy 20 mile in either direction from civilization, and it's heavily wooded. So he says, think Oregon Coast Forest. Um, So rural, rural, rural. (laughs) The rural coast. <laughs> the rural. The rural coast. The rural forest coast in Oregon. So they begin. <laughs> yes. So they begin breaking 
And instantly, this figure stands up, faces them, and begins jogging directly at the car. Oh, no. I don't like this part. No. So it felt like there was this electricity in the air when, and he's saying now, she faced us. Okay. Her head was flopped to the side like Mm -mm. her neck was totally limp and her Mm -mm. mouth was wide open. She she appeared to have gray hair and her arms or hands were held up to her chest. Her wrists were curled. Her legs didn't seem to be working right like she hobbled towards us. Um, and, And then it hit him, this like primal feeling of dread. And it's like his subconscious knew something wasn't right. And he couldn't fully focus on her as he was, you know, driving the car and still trying to get away from her and he had to steer. But his wife was looking right at her. And his first thought thought normally would have been to hit the brakes and see what was going on um, as this was miles and miles and miles from the home. But he just had this feeling in the air at the time. um, And he said that time almost seemed to slow down. Now, remember... This person has worked in yeah. high adrenaline, high stressful situations. Yeah. And so for me to think, like, this person isn't pulling over and helping this guy whenever he clearly has medical experiences. Yeah, he knows, dude. He's he knows. Like, I know. He knows something is not right and he should not stop. Yeah. So anyways, <clears throat> while he's thinking, you know, I, I don't want to stop. This is, doesn't seem right. His wife says... Um, don't stop, just go. And he instinctively accelerated. And yeah. as they sped up, this lady, once again in quotations, was jogging right at them and must have come within a foot of running into the side of their car as he drove past her. Drove past her. He said that they rounded the next bend and he looked at his wife and he said, What the hell was that? I should turn around. Who the hell jogs out here? What was wrong with her neck? And his wife's like, No. <laughs> Don't go back. She said, I don't know what that was. And he was like, I couldn't look directly at her for too long because I was focused on trying to drive and get us out of there. And he said, you know, he asked her to describe what he saw. And what she saw confirmed what he had seen at the same time. Um, She said that whenever she came up to the side of the car, she was staring right at them. And his... (laughs) This is so creepy. His wife looked right into the eyes, and it didn't appear like this person had any pupils. Uh-huh. And her expression expression just stayed, like, frozen and mouth with her mouth opened. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they said that they just get this strange intense and electrified feeling every time that they mention this this thing that they see and so did like he and his wife feel that um about the same thing so they were just curious if anybody had any insight about what they had saw and one thing there's a couple of things that i like that um i liked about reading in the comments and one person said maybe it was a uh the victim of a traffic accident Uh uh-huh like, their, their spirit is wandering there and probably doesn't really know what's going on. Kind of makes sense with all of the abnormalities as far as, like, their their neck goes and their arms. and I mean, everything. Like, if yeah. you get into an accident but you're a ghost and maybe you can't change your form, maybe that's the form that you take. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so one person said that, and I love that idea. 
I think that that is very fitting. But another person brought up something else, which I think is so cool. And they think it was possibly the bandage man. Okay, what is this? Have What's the bandage you man? heard of the bandage man? Shout out to Charlie. No, I haven't. Ooh, girl. Does yeah. Charlie know about it? Charlie has told me about the bandage man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You finally, and then of, you found a story? That's fucking cool, dude. I know. I mean, I don't know if this is the bandage man. This sounds like per possibly a bandage woman without the bandages on. Okay. Maybe. Um... But yeah, Charlie has told me all about the bandage man. And so shout out to you, dude. Your time has come. (laughs) Uh, So thanks again for keeping us in the loop about the weird Oregon stuff. Um, So so the bandage man is kind of an urban legend. Um, They call him the Cannon Beach Bandage Man. And it's, he's been around, um, seen around the Oregon coast for about 70 years And the rumors kind of started in the 1950s or 60s. And the, um, there have always been weird sightings around that time. But one that kind of like got people's attention was the story of a couple who were parked outside, you know, parked along the road somewhere. I can't remember somewhere along the coast. Um, they were making out and then they were hearing strange things outside. And as soon as they were like, okay, let's continue making out and ignore this. Mm -hmm. Then... Mm -hmm. This bandaged man came up and started, like, shaking the car and, like, doing everything that they could to get in there. The The thing with the bandaged man is he is a bloody bandaged person, um, <clears throat> and then he has this terrible odor. And he's not a nice guy at all. Like, he okay. just is out to to try to kill people or scare people on this road there have been multiple sightings of the bandage man and i think even charlie said that maybe oh yeah like his um so some of his family members have seen the bandage man i know so it's up north in pacific northwest my friend where all the weird shit happens but i have a poster that talks about all the different like you know paranormal things People. <laughs> yes. Cryptids. There we go. <laughs> and he's not on it. I've never oh, heard of my this guy. Word. I know. I'm excited. That's weird. Next time I'll just consult the poster. So, dude, I should consult <laughs> the poster. <laughs> <laughs> who's on? Who's in Oregon? Is it Bigfoot? I don't oh, think it does it by state. It just. It's right here in front of oh. me, but clearly I can't reach it because of this cat here. Oh, that's here. fine. That's okay. I, I thought it was something that was I clearly accepted. can't move because of her. No. Um, so there's more to the bandage man. I'm just going to go in it briefly. I'm not going to cover okay. everything because I had just a few minutes to do research before this. Like I said, you guys, I'm on edge right now. Mm. Life is full of stress. <laughs> I, I took a shower before I put makeup on. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So anyways, um, <laughs> according to legend, <laughs> the bandage man was a lumberjack who died in a tragic accident while working in a local lumber, mar, uh, lumber yard or mill. And he was supposedly covered in mummy-like bandages in life due to, sever- to the severity of his injuries. And the attempts of his fellow workers to try to save him um, did not save him they failed and he died leaving him to wander the area um possibly in search of revenge or um or he's just angry that he died or maybe he didn't think that his 
coworkers did enough for them. Or maybe that's just the story that we got. He was a lumberjack? That's what they say. Do or you like remember? Yeah, there's something else that we did a story on. and It was early on in our um, career as podcasters. <laughs> um, but it was about specifically lumberjacks possibly oh, like going... A- they have some sort of folklore or urban legend or something like that. Yeah, and um, I'm curious if these are... God! Okay, girl! Jeez. I wonder if they're related like, at all. Like, the stories. Well, I wish that I could remember what the the thing was. Yeah, I'll look into it and then probably okay. won't share anything with anybody because... We'll just talk, we'll just take talk too much about work. it amongst ourselves. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, I'll look it up for myself. Um, yeah. The rest of y'all can fuck off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We've really got our shit together, okay? We got it. (laughs) Um, Life's so hard. Do you have any thoughts about this? About the bandage man? Or about the story about what the... About what uh, dignified... You know, uh, honestly, the first thing I thought of was that um, painting of the guy Mm -hmm. that's like... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the, the... the screen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did that? Van Gogh? Is it Van Gogh? I don't is it Van Gogh? No, it Van Gogh? Is it Van Gogh? Is it Van Gogh? It's Van Gogh, Van Gogh, Van Gogh? right? Um, I know who it was because I went to his museum when I went to Amsterdam. <laughs> but I like ran through it. I was like, this shit's boring. <laughs> Seen it all. Seen it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm good now. I'm the worst person to take to art museums. Like, I just... I'm a nightmare. Um, okay. So, but it makes me think of that. Number one. Okay. <laughs> think okay. of that, that drawing or that painting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, I'm at a loss of it being related to any other folklore besides just a spirit that it, from a person who died there. And then, but the thing is, is that you talk about, maybe that's why it looked that way, but usually whenever you die, you don't take any diseases or illnesses with you or anything. So I but, wouldn't think she would, is, are you thinking because they were in limbo or like in between or not they weren't able to leave tw- the world? Maybe not because they're in between, but maybe they just don't know that they're dead. Yeah, but they're still dead. So I wouldn't think it would go with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, okay. So if, so if you don't know that you're dead, then maybe like, I don't know where I'm just throwing things I out I see there. what you're getting know, at. But it's just kind of like. I'm I'm in this position no matter what and I don't understand, you know, I don't understand why therefore and I don't know what if a ghost has a mind or whatever but they certainly probably have some kind of form of consciousness if mm-hmm. they're able to communicate in some form or fashion but it's just it's just kind of getting past that uh mind mindset in quotations because they don't know that they're dead. So obviously their body is mangled. It's like that yeah. movie um uh gosh about the 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 people that lived in that house and they had died years before and they didn't know that they were dead. And so oh god. Is it the others? The others, exactly. I feel like Thank I you. always say the others and everyone's like no and I'm like fuck and I got it right for once. You did. It's Good because job. you want to know why? It's because I saw the sick I never saw the sixth sense, but I saw the others. So when oh, I yeah. saw the others, I was like, This blows my mind and people were like, This oh, is yeah. the sixth sense and I was like, I never saw that one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a good one. I see what you're saying. I get yeah. it. 
Because that kid still had an illness, but he didn't really have the illness. Or he was sensitive to sunlight. Sometimes I thought she made that up because she knew they were dead all along. And she did that Um, to keep them inside. um, She didn't know that she was dead. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. But it, yeah, that, that, movie, that was a pretty good movie. It's been a while since yeah, I've seen it. Right? So yeah. I think that's the only other thing I could think it was is that it's definitely somebody who died out there and was attached mm-hmm. or a wandering yeah. spirit, whatever it may be. Yeah. That's what it makes me think of. My story mm-hmm. is kind of like a ghosty story too, dude, which is interesting mm-hmm. because then earlier I was talking about how I think I could possibly have a spirit in my apartment. Whoa. Whoa. Right? Whoa. But there's something else that's spooky about my story. And I think you know a little something about it. Because you gave me the story today. (laughs) (laughs) I think you know exactly what I'm about to say. Which leads me to my next point. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding, everyone. (laughs) Um, So I have a story that's I don't know. It's not really related to your story. I thought it was at first, but maybe it's not. But mine's about, it was titled An Encounter. So Mm -hmm. this is a story from a person who believes that they've had some sorts of encounter that they're going to tell us about. Um, So basically, this person lives with her husband and her two cats in a one-bedroom apartment, and that's it. Um, So one night, she woke up to go pee-pees, poo-poos, potties. And when she got back to her bedroom, she heard somebody whisper clearly to her, babe. And she said, that's her nickname. That's what her husband calls her. Um, But the issue was, she looked over at her husband and he's like fucking sound asleep. (laughs) You can't get fast babies, poo-poo's bodies, can you? (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of right now. I just think we should put that on a t-shirt. I wonder how many people would buy that. I don't know if we can because it actually came from a friend of mine. So I don't think we can take it from him. Yeah. We can cut him into that. Yeah, we can cut him in. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. We'll do it. Hey, make that. Take a note. (laughs) Mark the tape. Mark it. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So, um... So she looked at her husband. He's fucking asleep. And she's like, he doesn't fucking talk in his sleep. So she was like, it's kind of weird. Like, I think it probably rubbed her the wrong way. And I don't know what's better. Someone who talks in their sleep or doesn't. Because people who talk in their sleep, Jesus Christ. That's the scariest thing in the world. I don't know if anybody's experienced it. But, like, uh, 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 is what I said. Anyways, okay. So um, she didn't respond to him. She just turned over and went to sleep. So later on in the week, she says that she was in the bathroom doing something and her husband was in the kitchen and cooking breakfast. And while she was in there, he yelled out to her, uh, like, what did you need? Or what did you say? And she was like, what? I didn't say anything to you. Like she yelled back. She was like, I didn't call you. And he was like, yeah, you did. And so that was their second experience to which she said that she explained to her husband, like, you need to be very cautious and make sure that it's really me before you answer. But she says that he doesn't really be- believe in the paranormal. And at this point, she's a little nervous that there's something paranormal going in, uh, going on. <laughs> so 
Then there was another incident after this. So at one point, she and her husband were both in the room, and she was doing something, but she had her back turned to him. And he was in there just whistling. And she said that while he was whistling, she heard somebody whisper again, babe. And she said that she just kind of ignored it. She tried to act like it didn't happen. And then she tried to ask her husband if he said something, but she didn't want to clue in to any of the spirits that she didn't want them to think she was asking them or whatever it was. So Mm -hmm. she indicated to him like, Hey, did you just say something? And he was like, no, I just been here whistling. And she was like, that's what I thought because that's what she heard was whistling the entire time. Um, so she's freaked out obviously. And she actually had asked people if they had any idea what she should do. So, I did a little bit of research and I actually came to a really good website that had comments from people from pretty far back. Um, it's an older website, but it's a website that's established for people who hear voices. Oh, so, and it's just in general. I mean, this is just, a, it's just people who hear voices. Um, and actually what I found out that is that it's very, very common for people to hear voices. The difference is, is that some people have a one-time experience where they clearly hear something auditory versus people who hear it more frequently and consistently. So about three to 10% of people hear voices and about 75% of people have at least one experience of hearing uh, voices, right? So I know that doesn't add up to a hundred. I don't know what to tell you there. Um, you know, go do the research yourself, but (laughs) so basically, yeah, you do the mouth over here. I don't know. These shoes for your bottom. Um, so, and essentially like, so it's very common for people to have at least one experience. I can think I have had definitely more than one experience of hearing voices, hearing my name called is typically what I would hear. Um, and so it talks about how hearing voices can be terrifying for people, or it can actually be comforting for people depending on what it is. And it touched a little bit about how, um, some people hear voices at different points in their lives. Sometimes it's right before they're going to die. They start talking to what people would describe as ghosts or spirits of people who have already passed. Um, and so uh, it's reported often that people in hospice will talk to people who have passed. So possibly other family members that they knew were gone that a lot of times they'll walk in and their, you know, loved one will be speaking with them. Um, but basically it also spoke to how it can happen whenever you're in a large crowd that you hear the voice or it can happen when you're alone. Um, there's all different types of experiences with it. And it talked about why there may be, uh, maybe somebody would hear a voice. So it listed several things out, um, which I thought was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Some of the things that they listed out. So it could be a special gift. It could be related to some type of trauma. Um, It could be a spiritual experience. It could be a biochemical issue. It could be a paranormal experience. Um, It could be a physical health issue, a cognitive error, or just an individual difference. And then I added to the list, it could be a haunting, (laughs) or it could be somebody, (laughs) or it could be somebody who's visiting or lost. Right. Somebody who's already passed, who's visiting or who's lost. So this person pleaded, they were like, what do I do? So I think not that I'm in a position to give any type of experience or any type of like, uh, not experience, 
advice, but I'm going to do it anyways. So there's a couple of options you have here, right? So if it's not bothering you, like I think that there may be spirit in my apartment. It doesn't bother me. I just leave it alone. I don't care. Like I, I hear the noises and I'll look over and then I look back and it's fine. And so if you're comfortable and you can both coexist and it's not traumatizing or scary for you or your partner or your cats, then I would say just ignore it. And that's what a lot of people choose to do who recognize that they may be having that type of experience. Um, another option is that you could just ask it what it wants. You could acknowledge it exists and ask what it wants. It may communicate with you. It may not. Um, you can ask it to leave kindly. Just say that you're not, they're not welcome and you want them to leave. And you can do that with saging. So you can do the whole, you know, the whole stereotypical sage. Smoke clearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done that. I do that occasionally, like depending, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, to get out, whatever. Um, you can use like sweet grass that you hang. Um, <laughs> I also read that you can light white candles, that white candles are help, help can help like absorb or to get out bad spirits. And so can, I read this white roses. It says that white roses ab- absorb a lot of negative energy or bad spirits or whatever. Um, and then to keep the spirits away, you can use salt. So you can just sprinkle the salt around, but there's other options, but it sounds like to me, if this is something that you can live with, with the whispering, um, it, it doesn't seem like it's vengeful, but I'm not in your place and I don't understand how scary it can be. So there's a couple of options for things you can do. And if those things don't work for you, you know, I think you talk to like a priest next or something (laughs) like to get those things out. Um, but it made, it started to make me think like, there were people who made comments on this website who were very thankful. And one person said, um, voices led me to this website to help me feel included. And when I first read it, I thought the person was being tacky, but then I kept reading it and I was like, Oh, this person really meant it. Um, cause I was scared they were like making fun of the website or whatever. But I also thought of how important this is to, to reiterate to people because I think she feels a little alone because Mm -hmm. I don't think her boyfriend really buys into it. And he, he's kind of brushed it off, but like, you're not alone in these experiences and like people hear and experience these types of things all the time. There's a ton of research behind it and it doesn't matter if other people don't hear it. Like it's real and it's real for you. So whatever people come up with to explain what it is, like it's up to you if you accept it or don't want to accept it or whatever it may be. Like, I don't know. I just felt really bad for some people because they've been, they'd been searching for answers about why they heard voices for so long. And I think that can, it can be scary, right? Because people don't talk about this stuff or we make fun of people or we just say they have a mental illness. And even if they do have a mental illness, that's fine the experience is still real. Like they're still hearing voices. Like it's still real or having visual auditory, you know, whatever it may be. So I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, like it's just a very common thing. And I know that I've, I've heard a voice very clearly in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. at least Mm -hmm. one time, perhaps more. And you have as well. Yeah, I've several. I mean, since I've been a kid, mine's been pretty consistent that I'll hear things. Mm-hmm. Then it's usually my name being called. Yeah. I, um, I've, I got a clear message one time. What? It you said, said you've never experienced anything paranormal. 
Well, I didn't at the t- like at the time. Um, I mean, I have that one experience. Oh man, I have other things to tell you, dude. Dude, I know. Um, I have. Um, I did talk about this one time, and I was in. I was so in such a stressful state uh-huh. that. Um, I think I needed this voice to tell me, and it told me everything's going to be okay. Like no. those words, crystal clear. It said everything's going to be okay. Or, yeah, you're going to be okay, or something like that. It was just a, a message saying everything's fine. And um, so I didn't really necessarily think of that as a paranormal experience. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just, it was just a message, and um, and it was a one-off type of deal and it was before we really got into this like i i love the paranormal obviously and so do you too now but there's so Mm -hmm. much that we've learned just by going Mm -hmm. um but one thing i did want to add to um to some of the things that you were talking about as far as protection and stuff like that go or yeah thank you yeah no um no problem girl yeah Um, thanks girl oh you're so welcome Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm. Mm. Anyways, (laughs) it is not a bad idea to protect yourself somehow. And I'm not saying that that things are out to get you if Mm -hmm. if they're just whispering your name or saying babe or giving you a good message. Um, But you're not going to harm yourself by doing it. So protecting yourself, there are many forms um, one way that's very easy and everybody can do it is to um, build a bubble of protection around yourself. So you can do that with um, mind imagery if you want, or you can speak out loud. There is a protective circle. Um, you can pray if, you, if you're religious oh, yeah. to ask mm-hmm. for protection. Um, you can pray if you're not religious to your spirit guides or yeah. whatever whatever you feel like. Um, you can ask for protection. You can do it. Um, but then also you can set boundaries. So mm-hmm. I have a story to tell about that. Yeah. You're yeah. so good at being thoughtful. <laughs> you Shut are because you think of all the other things to say. Like, that's true. Uh, I've submerged myself in this stuff. That's so, cool, dude. Yeah. Um, I've so got a bowl that has the moon phases on it. Girl, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm just I being silly. It. Being I love silly. it. <laughs> okay, so tell me the tell me the story. Okay, so weird stuff, weird thing happened. So okay. um I'm kind of on a spiritual path right now, which is is not it's not a religious thing. It's it's I don't know why I have to explain that. It's nobody's business, nobody cares. But um I care. Thanks. Um I think we both are. I think mm, we both are. Uh, isn't it weird at this mm-hmm. point in our lives? Like I really think we are. Okay. We can get a like I feel like we should get into this. Maybe I not mean, right now, but like in a minute. Because yeah. it is weird. Um but anyway, any woo. I was about to say <laughs> any who or any ways and it just came out so stupid. Anyway. <laughs> Winning. Um what happened was I was in the shower. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had been in the shower. Like Lindsay and I typically take the longest showers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that fact about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like we have to start maybe two hours early to get ready. <laughs> we take long <laughs> because we take. I don't long know showers. how the fuck you people do it. Y'all I don't know how you do it. Like, There's so much stuff that goes on in the shower. You have to that condition have to your hair for an X amount of minutes. Yeah, it says it on the bottle, folks. Yeah, dude. And then, yeah, so I'm in the shower and um, I'm in there for two hours. I get out. <laughs> I am by myself, uh-huh. and I look over because something catches my eye, and I have an Ipsy bag, and uh-huh. it's sitting there, and it's got, you know, one of those little charms on it, mm-hmm. and it's swinging no. very rapidly back and forth. Rebecca, Super. you did not ever tell me about this. I know, because it kind of just slipped my mind. I meant to say something to you, and I totally freaking forgot. But anyways... It's, it's, it's there and it's like, it's getting my attention. And then all of a sudden it slows down and it stops. I'm going to reiterate that I take a very long shower. (laughs) Possibly it's it's a combination of the humidity in there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, I, and I didn't touch anything. And if I had touched it, I even tested it. So I just flipped it (laughs) real quick to see how long it would take to to start and to swing back and forth and slow down. Yeah. And I did it pretty hard. And it didn't take very long. Like, there's not a whole lot of momentum with this thing. So. I have another question. Yes. Was was this in a bathroom that you recently started occupying when this happened? No. No, I've been in there for a while. It's my downstairs bathroom, my, like, normal bathroom. Right, normally. Well, no, I didn't know because you used to yeah. be upstairs. You were yeah. upstairs for several years and then you moved downstairs. I did. Yeah. It's like a whole new house. Um, okay. So, so yeah. So I tested it and it slowed down and stopped sooner than I thought, you know, it should be whenever I looked over there after my two hour shower. And, yeah. anyways, um, so before that, I had an amazing, like, um, card reading from my friend Danae at the Witchy Woman podcast. And she gave me a, a lot of insightful information about what was going on. And she had yeah. mentioned that there was a mischievous little boy spirit hanging around me. And so I was like, what if this is the mischievous little boy sh- spirit watching me take a shower? And I said, you're welcome here. But the all of the bathrooms are off limits. You cannot go in there. Yeah. You cannot come into any of the bathrooms. Right. And I've never had an experience like that happen again in that bathroom. Uh-huh. Or any other bathroom. So that is one thing. You can set boundaries. And you're not being mean. You would do that to anybody. Yeah. And you, you have to do... Yeah. Yeah. Like, just because you can go somewhere doesn't mean that you should. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, dude. Isn't that weird? I have another story. This happened a long time ago, like a couple years ago. Yes. And I have felt so weird talking about this. Dude, what the fuck? Have you talked to me about it? I haven't talked to anybody about it. If this was Pen15, if this was Pen15, I would be in a fight with you for you not telling me. I know. We'd be in such trouble. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you would do something wrong. And I'd be like, okay, but I understand that, but... (laughs) There, 
I hear what you're saying, but can you believe they talk that way? Like, oh, what? How did they learn to communicate like that? No, but it's just so good. That show is. It's so still good, not good because they said, "I hear this," but so they're still trying to make. No, whatever. I'm not even gonna do this right now. Okay, tell me the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was walking my dog. Okay. So this was several years ago, and um, it was at night, and I got on this like tick of taking my dogs my dog for a walk at night because it was cooler mm-hmm. and um and so we were walking down this one path and it's just in my neighborhood but in this one part of the corner you can go between the houses and so there's mm-hmm. a little path and you can see everybody's backyard um and it's usually pretty dark back there it's very shaded and um and like i said the sun had gone down and i get to almost the end of the path and there's one house on the end, and I see two glowing red eyes. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I tried not to make it a big deal. My dog didn't seem bothered by it. And so I'm like, I'm just going to write this out, and I'm going to keep on going. So I keep on going, and it looks at me, and then it disappears. And I get to the edge, and there's nothing there. And um, I never said anything to anybody about that because it was such a short experience, but Mm -hmm. then also like, I'm, you know, there's a lot of things out there that can have red lights. Um, and so I, but I did go back there several times and I go back there during the day and I go back there during the night. And, um, the only thing that I feel like could have been making the red light was there is a Mm -hmm. camera back there. Okay. Um, but the only thing is I've walked back there several times at night the light has never been on and nothing has ever moved. So, and it was very high. It was either something that could fly or mm-hmm. something that was very, very tall. Um, I didn't feel threatened by it or, or really scared. Like I said, I persevered, but, um, but that is something else that has happened to me way off topic. Hmm. What do you think it was? I don't know. Mothman. Maybe I was going to find it. Mothman. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because that's what would come visit you. Mothman. I'm so Mothman. excited. I know. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, is the fucking Mothman, like, yeah. fucking checking up on you, dude. Yeah. Making sure you're keeping it creepy. Yeah, you know. Keeping it so, creepy. That's what I do. So, you know, um, all you guys <laughs> that watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, somebody yeah. did that. That Mothman, ah, ah yeah, <laughs> and they made a whole like song for Mothman. That's cute, man. I know I should find it. It's great. I have an account and my never mind. <laughs> and why? Why? Why what? would I share that? Why would I share this with the world? Like <laughs> to hack my accounts <laughs> with our one hundred <laughs> listeners from across the world. Woo. <laughs> oh man i'm trying to think if i had another experience too that i wanted to speak to and i know that i did but i forgot what it was is whenever you were it was right before you were going to talk about your last experience but i can't recall it man now the only the last experience i had which actually i haven't talked about this and i might get a little emotional Because it's been, you know what? But it's good that we talk about grief, too. Thank you, Lily. (laughs) She she knew what I was doing. God damn. the ice. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
so whenever I I put my I had to put my dog to sleep. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and I think it's one of the hardest experiences of my life. It really was. Yeah. And the struggle is real. <laughs> with the fighting with if you should or should not have done it. Yeah. It's it's just a fight I think you'll fight your whole life. But um the day I put him to sleep came home and I was sitting on the couch and I felt him in my lap. Oh. And like I looked down um and I still felt his weight, but he wasn't there. Oh, and so I just let it be. Yeah. And that same night, my boyfriend also felt him in his lap, but he didn't say anything because he didn't want to upset me. Oh, my God. I know. But he mentioned so it later. Sweet. I know. Um, but we both felt him. And there's been a few other times that we've, like, he felt him. <laughs> He felt him like run by and lick his ankles, which we used to say that he would give run by kisses. I don't know if you knew him well enough. I know mom and dad knew him well enough to know that he gave run by kisses. So he'd, <laughs> you would be standing. And if you were barefoot, he's a tiny chihuahua. He was three pounds. Yeah. And if you were standing there, he would run by and lick your ankles, <laughs> run off real fast. That's so cute. And so he got to feel that. And so we thought, um, I was very concerned because when I put him to sleep, um, I was scared that he wouldn't understand that he needed to cross over. And I really beat myself up about that. And I'm not a religious person or really a spiritual person. And, um, but I was absolutely obsessed with the thought that he was just running along the, the roads looking for us, like outside of the vet clinic. I guess my whole point is that <laughs> It doesn't matter how outlandish it seems or what other people think. Like, if that's how you feel, like, it's it's real and that's how you feel. And I really had a strong feeling that he didn't understand how to cross over. Um, but I think he has now. Yeah. Um, but I just can't. I mean, loss is just so fucking awful. Yeah, loss it's is just so worse. bad. And you do things that you think are going to make you feel good and then they, they don't. Like, I think uh, I got him cremated. <laughs> And he has an urn and he has like a little shelf with his urn and his picture. And then I got a necklace made that has his ashes. Yeah. And when I got it, I was like, I'm going to feel better when I have that. And then I put it on and I was like, I don't feel better. <laughs> you know, um, but then yesterday I forgot to put it on because I wear it every day and I forgot to put it on. And I like, I like Panicked. grabbed and I, <laughs> yeah, I ran and got it and put it on. And so today I forgot to put it on and my boyfriend saw and he ran and brought it to me so that like I, he, cause he knew it kind of upset me, yeah. but like, That's sweet. I don't know your feelings and your thoughts are real no matter what. Yeah. And I think as we get older, we just have more experiences and understand the world and people's perspectives a little better. So I, I feel like this relates to what we talked about because people's experiences are real no matter what. And my feelings mm -hmm. are real. It's just, ugh. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like you said with all those people that are looking for answers for the voices that they're hearing, you know, don't look down yeah. on those people and don't call oh. them crazy and don't make them yeah. feel ashamed for the things that they can't control. Yeah. And, it's a, and I mean, if it happens, it happens. Like, yeah. that's that's the reality. If they say they felt it, like, you just get to believe yeah. it. Like. 
What else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, yeah. guys. We got deep. I wonder if yeah. we have a... Do we have a track record of getting like this? <laughs> Recently, I think so. Uh, yeah, we've yeah, had a we've rough had a, few months. It's yeah, been bad. It's been kind of shitty. Yeah. So It's hard, man. Yeah. my So whenever I had that card reading... My my friend Danae, she also said, "Your cat can see your the spirit of your dog that passed away." And before she even told me, I've seen Kiki in my lap look at something. And she's like, Aww. "She'll she'll teach you how to do it." She's like, "Just just watch her, and she'll show yeah. you where Fu is." I was like, "That's so nice." Yeah. Yeah. I freaked out a little bit because I wanted to get a psychic reading um, for my animals after Gozer died because I was scared that he hadn't uh, passed over. Yeah. And um, when the person emailed me back, she was like, yeah, let's set up a time to talk. It's hard. She was like, it'll be a good time to talk with them and the other animals and then also to apologize. And I didn't respond after that because all I thought was, Oh my God, I thought maybe she had already kind of connected and she was letting me know I needed to apologize to him for my choice. <laughs> oh, so I just never contacted her back. Cause I, I couldn't, oh. but I was also very worried about my dog. Cause my, my dog very much experienced depression. He was very upset and, when he would smell my dog's uh, gozer's like scent, he would cry. That's so sad. And he would take deep breaths and would stare at me, and he was very upset. Uh, so I just can't. I couldn't. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Like, yeah. and it's only been a month. It hasn't been long for me. I put him down on October first. Yeah. Or put him to sleep. Yeah. My wow. bless my poor vet's heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways well, I thanks think for sharing that I think that it's important that people understand that people go through shit and yeah. we don't have to analyze it and we don't have to look down on it and we don't have to judge it we can just be there and listen yeah and maybe and it's not them. for you to yeah it's not for you to always understand but you can still be supportive like yeah. you may not get it some of you may never understand mourning a dog yeah so uh you just never you never know um yeah. but i think this is a good place to end i think <laughs> the yeah, I think, yeah I think we're doing good <laughs> uh so uh so thank you guys for your stories today. We appreciate uh, everything that y'all send in. And if uh, you would like for us to share your stories so that other people can understand your experiences, uh, send them to us because we believe them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read them. Yep, and subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> if you give us a review, please give us a nice one and uh, take a snapshot of it. Send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. And um, that's it. And, yeah. <laughs> I lost my earbud. <laughs> I'll say one last thing. I made a really, really amazing pasta yesterday, and before I went to bed, I opened the fridge to do something, and I told the pasta goodnight, and then I would see it tomorrow <laughs> because it was so good. I said, goodnight, pasta. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
I'll share the recipe if anyone's interested. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>